And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends. Welcome back, dude, to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive, feel the hype, spread the hype, etc, dude, etc. Okay, now a bit of administration off the top. Super quick though, Sydney Comedy Festival, May 12 and 14, a Wednesday and a Friday. Pretty good days. Friday is sold out or there's one ticket left. And Wednesday, there's like heaps of tickets left. So Wednesday, get amongst it. And tickets for that are on the Sydney Comedy Festival website or my Instagram. And next up, I also have a new stand-up clip out. It's on YouTube and the various social media platforms. Tag a friend, etc. It's about when we had a dog for a week here at the Lad Pad. And it was not a great animal. This canine had a poor attitude, dude. Okay. And it didn't gel with the house. Refused to do the dishes. And some people, you know, there were accusations that it was actually quite racist as well. So, not a great dog. Beautiful little clip about living with this... uh, this sort of hellhound, as it were. And yeah, so get around that, tag a friend, etc. But we are cracking in to the week that is the week that was the people we yearn to be. Um, firstly, dude, hot cross buns are back in a big way, okay? Hot cross buns, dude, rip so hard. I mean, it's got to be the best baked good this side of Texas. Um, I don't think there's any sort of dispute on that. Vegas Delight Pizzas, I'm not going to lie, they're in the mix. But Hot Cross Buns, dude, they're back. And what do I mean by they're back? Because Woolies, these greedy corporate dogs, have been selling these things since January. Okay? Now, I went to Catholic school. I'm pretty sure Jesus Christ didn't sacrifice himself on January 5th. Okay, now I'm no historian, but you can check that out of the New Testament. Uh, also, if we're celebrating anything in January, Woolies, it's my fucking birthday, okay? Where's the Billy D buns? Come in, it's just bloody... <laughs> it's just a plain white roll, but it's hollow. No substance. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be awesome. That's how you know you're famous. Dude, anyone can have a freaking cereal or an action figure. I want a baked good named after me. That's Jesus Christ level fame. What do you think about it? Jesus Christ is the only person of note to have a baked good named after them. Well, I guess named after his death because he went out on that cross. But, dude, if I get hit by a bus and you guys are having bus rolls that next year to celebrate my life, I mean, kind of sounds like it'd be worth getting hit by that bus. You know? So, that's it's exciting. Uh, Woolies, make no mistake, you are corporate fat cats for the way you have exploited the hot cross bun i swear to god they're coming out maybe december the year before at this point okay and it's just like what i'm speechless i mean i don't touch bread in january unless there's a sausage in it at bunnings or i'm feeding the ducks dude okay like and, and do you know what i'm it's easy to have a got woolies but there's some pelicans out there buying them otherwise they wouldn't sell them So someone's got to put their hand up. Everyone's saying, oh, it's ridiculous, but someone's buying these things, okay? Someone is buying hot cross buns in January 
and keeping this madness going. Okay? Because I know you're just proving to Woolies that they're in charge. You know, Christmas in July, we're going to have Christmas in fucking September next year. They're going to do a 9-11 Santa Claus crossover. We're in trouble, okay? We need to put a line in the sand. I had my first hot cross bun on Monday this week. And you know what? It was delicious because I haven't had one since last Easter. All right? I'm not just out here freaking having a hot cross bun in July thinking I own the world. I respect the holidays. All right? You know, like, it's just, it's too much, Woolies. It's way too much. And to these people who are buying them, I mean, this would be a real Me Too movement, okay? You know, we've, we've taken down the sexual predators, the racists. Um, I think that's mostly it. Uh, just sort of other bad people. Next feminist movement or whoever wants to spearhead this thing. I mean, I think this is a noble cause. If the Nazis want to take over this one, I'm honestly fine with it. Uh, but next sort of Me Too cancellation movement, I want to start cancelling people who are buying hot cross buns in January. You're scum, you're lower than human, and, uh, and you think you're above the law, but you're not. Okay, you're not above the law. And Jesus didn't get freaking strung up on that thing. So you could just not give a fuck and have a hot cross bun whenever it suits you. Okay? And i got to say, Easter eggs, we're holding out on that. Easter eggs come out about a month out from Easter. I don't know what it is about Easter. I, the thing with Easter is that hot cross buns, it's all it's got to be before. The eggs, the chocolate eggs, the, the chocolate bunnies, the hot cross buns, it's got to be before Easter. Woolies knows this. Okay, because dude, you want to see blood on the streets, you want to see capitalism in its most gruesome form, you go up to Woolies the day after Easter and see what you can buy a chocolate rabbit and a six pack of hot cross buns for. They are worthless, dude. Dude, I went up to Woolies last year, April 10. They paid me. I got six hot cross buns, one chocolate rabbit and 25 fucking dollars cash, dude. Okay, they're, they're completely worthless after Easter. Completely. Christmas, on the other hand, you get me a PS5 on December 25. I mean, that's fantastic. But if I get a PS5 on December 27, dude, that still fucking rips. And that price card will be the same. So Woolies has worked this out. They got greedy. And it's up to the people to fight back. Do not... I'm going to say March 15. I think that's reasonable. March 15... Hot cross buns are back. Before then, I don't want to hear it, okay? Before then, dude, have a fucking croissant. Have a ham and cheese croissant. Have a blueberry muffin. Maybe ease off the carbs, dude. You're starting to look a little hefty, okay? But yeah, hot cross buns are back in a big way. Now, Brisbane. Well, 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 well. What a fall from grace it has been. The lippiest state by far, I think that's fair to say. You guys were licking each other in November. Look at us, dancing's back. Well, guess what, dude? COVID's back too. And I don't know why Gladys is keeping that border open at New South Wales. Lock it down, okay? Lock it the fuck down. I want to go full Perth on these cunts. I have no idea why we're keeping this open. Byron Bay is the freaking Achilles heel of this great state. 
We Sydney, we dude, I was locked down for Christmas, dude. New Year's. I don't we don't give a fuck down here. We are warriors. We are absolute soldiers of health, okay? But we got everyone up there in Byron Bay. Dude, I tell you what, man, fuck. <laughs> Byron Bay would honestly be the COVID capital of the world if anyone up there believed in it enough to get tested, okay? They are just swimming in COVID in Byron Bay. They think the fucking 5G towers are giving it to them and that seaweed cures it. I mean, it's backwardsville up there, okay? So I think we either need a fucking... Because these Brisbane people, if they're going to Byron Bay and back, it's going to be, it's just going to be a big problem. We've isolated Byron Bay. They stay up there. We stay down here. So I think we either need to build a wall at the Queensland border, not to keep out any particular race other than Queenslanders, the broad spectrum of scum that they are, uh, or I propose we actually move the border down about 50 Ks, cut it off at Ballina. Okay. Now some people in Ballina are still a bit hippy dippy but I think they could possibly be rehabilitated. People in Byron Bay are too far gone. But you know what, Brisbane? This is comeuppance. And I hope you enjoyed fucking the vodka sodas and, and the concerts. I think Morat played there in, in December. It looked awesome, okay? But this is it. And you know, this lockdown, dude, it just feels like... It's like, who's next? You know? It's just... It, the, the pendulum who's it going to drop on uh but brisbane you've had your turn you've had your comeuppance um i don't know what your gladys is called your premier she honestly looks like aldi gladys like not as attractive probably not as smart either and probably doesn't fuck as many guys on the side as our gladys does okay i bet the queensland premier would love to have a side bloke which she'd love it but no one wants to fuck her dude because her policies are too weak uh but yeah dude i tell you what brisbane good luck with it apparently it's being extended <laughs> well 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 did brisbane even have a first lockdown i i don't know i don't really take an interest in that place but uh like i said i think the moral here is we need to firebomb the gold coast so good luck with it to the uh to the northerners you know i don't want to get too lippy because you know, fingers crossed it stays out of uh, this glorious city that I live in. So, but good luck with it, Brisbane. You bloody hooligans, hey? Uh, hopefully coward punching his back ASAP. But now, dude, I tell you what. Oh, this is another quick one and then we'll crank in. But, uh, dude, I tell you what, it's another day. It's another punch in the face for Shooter Williamson. I mean, this guy's been, this guy's been decked like three times in a year at his own gigs. So, <laughs> I love Shooter Williamson, dude. This guy is fucking hilarious. He's got an OnlyFans where it's all betting. He dates the hottest chick ever. He's probably, like, making that much money on OnlyFans. He doesn't even need to tour. But he's still fucking... He's still Townsville, Cairns, Rockhampton, Bundaberg. You know, the guy's just a road dog, getting it done. But he keeps getting punched in the face in his own gigs. I mean, it's fucking hilarious, dude. I don't know how he's doing it. Um, okay, if I ever got... I'm, I could be a real cunt to crowd sometimes when I think it's maybe warranted, but I would expect at a, at a show of my own fans, I would not get physically assaulted. Okay, if I'm doing some weird gig on the Central Coast and some bikey gets lippy, that's up to him, dude. I'm living in his world. Okay? Uh, I'll catch the right fist out of fucking... 
out of Terrigal. The, they, they call that the express train up there. Send you back down to Sydney. But, uh, dude, I don't know what Shooter Williamson is doing to these people. But uh, <laughs> it seems like if you heckle Shooter Williamson at one of his gigs, he just calls you a cunt until you either leave or punch him in the face. They are your two options. And it seems like some of some people aren't willing to leave. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, the guy doesn't want to get punched in the face, but he also has cultivated a, a fucking fan base pretty much exclusively of cokeheads with Southern Cross tattoos. So, I mean, it's a fucking tricky little wire. But the good thing about shooter gigs is that if someone does punch him in the face, the other 200 people in the crowd are all fucking roided up psychos who were dead set take a bullet for him i mean this guy last week who punched him was like immediately carried out by like five blokes like in a in a negative way he wasn't chaired out he was like just fucking pulled out so it's another punch in the head for shooter williamson three in a calendar year i think he's going for the record if he doesn't have it already but dude at the end of the day it's a it's a great little clip to have if someone wants to take a swing at you and he and he just took it on the chin Never drop the microphone. Keep the show going at all costs. What a, what a trooper. What an absolute trooper, dude. That guy cracks me up. <laughs> Fuck it, hell. But anyway. So let's crank in to this pod a as it were. Firstly, dude, Friday. The weekend that was. Hear about mine. Feel better about yours. So... I think I've spoken about this before, but I got a new pub that literally opened up on the road I live on. It opened up about December, like the day before we went into Christmas lockdown. So Rocky start for the pub and I've been up there. It's a cranking pub, like big beer garden, big uh, TV screen. They have a beer of the month, uh, $5 schooners. It's VB this month, which I am impartial to. And, you know, a bit of a shaky start, but the pub is just starting to crank and it's great. My area needed a pub. So I'm up there on Friday night and it is just absolutely cranking, dude. Cranking. Now, I don't know. Apparently, the restrictions were lifted again. I don't know. I don't know who's keeping track of this. My roommate, Adam, makes up new restrictions that have been lifted every day. He's like, did you hear? The restrictions are being lifted. I go, you're kidding. What's the difference? He goes, now we can have 33 people instead of 32. It's like, sweet. I don't know how it goes. Apparently, apparently we're just out of the woods here in Sydney. But I went to the I went to the pub on Saturday night. It's still a 50-meter line. So I don't know what goes on. I don't know how the world works. And personally, I don't care, okay? I'm Billy Darcy. It's a pretty easy ride. I don't need to stress. So my new local is absolutely cranking, dude. And uh, footy's on. What more do you want? I mean, I take 50 bucks off my mate Ben at the Rabbitohs game. And we, we have one of these bounces where the guy's like just a token bouncer. Like we're, we're, we're sitting in the non-smoking area of the beer garden. I mean, I personally think all beer gardens should just be smoking areas. You're outside. Um, but anyway, the boys are vaping away. And uh, this like 78-year-old Arab man is our, like, our area security guard. And I've got to say, democracy was not in action tonight. I mean, the guy came over and, and told, told us to stop vaping about, I want to say, 27 times. And the boys politely said, yep, no worries, but continued to vape. And 
the guy came over and he goes, seriously, guys, please stop vaping. And the boys are like, yeah, no worries. My mate Ben just shakes his hand and goes, no worries, mate. And then just like dismisses him. <laughs> just dismiss this old man. All right. Go find another section. You are bested. And the guy actually left. <laughs> we didn't see him again. That was the end of the, the old Arab guy. I mean, the poor guy. I think maybe it was lost in translation that in Australia, you retire at 65. The guy was as close to 80 as you can be without being fucking 81, dude. Like, <laughs> the guy was old. And I realized, I was like, oh, that's why pubs hire enormous violent Samoans. Okay? We got freaking, we got basically, you know, the, the Colonel Sanders over here telling us not to vape. We got Arab Colonel Sanders. <laughs> that's what he looked like. If Colonel Sanders had grey hair and was Arab, <laughs> that was our bouncer. And uh, <laughs> and he's politely telling us to vape. He's doing everything he can, you know. He's using every every manner in the book to get us over the line. But we, there's just no respect on our end. But if, I tell you one thing. If Fahisi Mahawahu came over and said, boys, stop vaping. Dude, not only would we stop vaping, I'd fucking destroy the vapes. Or I'd give them to him. Or I'd sell them and give him the profits. Okay? So it just goes to show the security industry, they know what they're doing. We saw a slip up on Friday night, RE, this pensioner trying to control a full-on beer garden. And also there was a rugby league game on. So that, you know, there's fucking heaps of scum in the beer garden. And it just goes to show, yeah, the security industry, stick to what you know. And what you know is huge Fijians with little patience. Okay? So stick to that, dude. But uh, I will say, so a few episodes ago, maybe two or three episodes ago, I was mugged off by some bloke at a pub. Now, I know what you're thinking, Billy. You're going to have to be way more specific, dude. And that's fair enough. So this was the one where I was chatting to this girl and, and this guy took my seat and then was like, I'm not chopping your grass, mate. What's your problem? Why are you being so weird? Like, it just was just being a, like, just was telling me all these lies and being weird and wouldn't give me my seat back. I don't know, the guy's a fucking weirdo. And he was thusly torched on the pod for being an absolute pint glass. And, uh, anyway, so I went in to get a beer, huh, or 17, knowing me. I'm a legend. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. <laughs> oh, dude. And, uh... So I come back and there's some guy sitting in my chair. Or I think it was my chair. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I just went and sat next to uh, my other mate. I think it was Danny. My roommate Danny. Sat next to him. Put my beer down. Start watching the footy. And Macca, who's sitting next to this random bloke, goes, Oi, Bill, have you met my friend over here? And I go, oh, shit. No, mate, I haven't. I said, hi, I'm Billy. Nice to meet you. And he goes, oh, yeah, mate, real nice to meet you too. And I go, okay, sensational. And I just start watching the footy. And the guy's like, it's just weird. And he goes, don't you remember me, mate? And I go, sorry? And he's like, remember from the stain? And I go, what? <laughs> and he goes, remember from the stain? I was the guy who was in your seat. And I was like, um... Nah, sorry. I honestly could not remember. 
And I inadvertently, this guy, it turns out, had been sitting in my seat. He saw me there at the pub. He went over to Macca and told him about it. And was like, can I sit in Billy's seat and mug him off when he comes back? He'll love it. I came back. I had no idea who this guy was. I couldn't even remember the incident. <laughs> I inadvertently reverse mugging. I reverse mugged this bloke. I had no idea who he was or what he was about or what he was doing here. You know, I thought he was some random pint glass. So just by just by sheer lack of memory, uh, from having very few brain cells left, reverse mugging. Okay, and that is street justice, my friend. Okay, that is karma. That is the higher powers taking that memory out of my upper cortex, my lower cerebellum or whatever, dude. Taking that memory out, mugging, reversed, justice served, okay? So just because you get mugged off, don't ever give up, okay? And always be ready to send one back. And that's a story about the human spirit, okay? So this bloke was mugged off and he, he just had to leave. It was so awkward. I just had no idea who he was. Fuck yeah, dude. Reverse mugging. But anyway, uh, so on and so forth. We come home and um, smoke. Like, I've, I've had about 25 schooners. Like, I'm belligerent at the pub. And we come home. And you know when, like, I wouldn't say I s- smoke that much weed. But, like, you know when you smoke weed with someone who, like, actually is, like, probably had a problem in the past. Um, and they're just, like, they're just way better at it. So one of my mates comes over and he just, he rolls up like two joints that are just as big as like a boom microphone they would use on Big Brother. You know, like you could fucking, you could walk out and open the batting with one of these things at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Just enormous. Uh, I took, when I held it, I used two hands, put it that way. It was like, Jesus, it was like the size of a Foxtel remote. Okay. So... I've had 20 million schooners at the pub and it knocked a few over at the office in the afternoon. And, uh, and yeah. And then, so came home, smoked two joints with this bloke. I, I had no business being in the ring with this man. I mean, I was out of my depth. Me and Macca immediately start greening out pretty much. Oh, we played pool for an hour or so, had a bit of fun. Uh, just absolutely wrecked. So now we're just at like an hour and a half after we got home, we're just, the highest men in Australia. The highest men in Australia, okay? There was a guy on Mount Kosciuszko that night, and I was higher than him, dude, okay? Fahrenheit as well. <laughs> that does not make sense. Um, but then, which is fine, okay? We're just relaxing. And uh, then Adam comes home with 10 blokes. He's brought a party home with him. He's been out and about. Now, and me and Adam, me and Macca, I should say, are just not in any state to be company to anyone. So now the, everyone's in the kitchen, they're playing pool in the middle room. Me and Macca are on the couch in the other living room, just like <laughs> having a panic attack, okay? We are way too high to interact with people we, we don't know that well. And Macca turns to me, he goes, I want to go to bed, but I'm too scared to go out there, which I thought was pathetic, <laughs> I felt the exact same way, but I would just, I just didn't say it. I also was terrified to go out there. So at this stage, we are prisoners in our own home, dude. Uh, we just, we just fucking greening out on the couch, too scared to retreat to our own bedrooms on the off chance someone says hi to us. So we sat there for about 15, 20 minutes before I just said, fuck it and went to bed, just like ran to my bedroom, like ET in family guy. 
<laughs> Maka stayed behind. He was too scared. I think he slept on the couch. Um, but yeah, dude. Oh man, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than when you're too high and you get like a social situation sprung on you that you're just not, not there for at all. So that was a bit of a disaster, but also a bit of fun. Okay, so I've got a quick story of me. I made a return to the tools on uh, on the weekend. And then we've got a couple of things and uh, home straight, as it were. So in life, it's very important to know what you are and what you are not. Okay, one thing I am not, never will be, never have, never, yep, covered them all. Uh, I am not blue collar in any sense of the word. I may be the worst tradie to ever exist. Last time I was on a building site, I was jip rocking. And I think I've told this story before, but I was the guy slamming the supports in under the jip rock sheet. It's very clear. You slam the supports in once the guy says, Billy, go or whatever. I've told this one before, but anyway, long story short, I slammed the supports in and the guy didn't tell me to say to go yet. His thumb was between a steel beam and the jip rock and I broke his thumb. So that was the last time I was on a building site. I have not been asked back. Uh, I'm just, I'm just a white collar kid. You know, I've got charisma for days, uh, and very little elbow grease. Okay. That's just how it is. I'm not fighting it. You shouldn't feel anything about it. This is the world we live in. This is who I am. Okay. So I made a return to the tools we had about 35 pallets dropped off out the front for firewood for the winter. Uh, and I'm looking forward to... That's one good thing about winter is having a fire in the backyard and just, just having having a bloody laugh. So I'm working from home on Friday and my mate Barthy comes over with a chainsaw. He's, he's just... Um, he's cutting up all the pallets. And it's like... I'm not joking. It's literally like 25 pallets. So like it took him like two and a half hours to cut it all up. So he's piling up all these bits of wood and I just felt bad. I was like, man, this guy, what a legend. You know, he's cutting up, he dropped it off as well. He was the guy who dropped it off. So I was like, man, this guy's just doing way too much for us. I go, I'll go give him a hand and uh, I'll put all the fire, because we've got to put the firewood in the backyard. So I go, I'll go give him a hand. He cuts it up, I'll move it. You know, uh, the dynamic duo, yin and yang. Sue and La, as it were. And so we're doing it. We're doing it. And I move one pile of wood and we're just, yeah, a couple of blokes on the job site. I'll admit I'm in my front yard, but to me, it was a job site. Okay. Uh, I put a hard hat on, which he said was not necessary, but I told him you can't put a price on safety. Okay. So I'm moving this firewood and I should say I moved a firewood. I move one pile of wood. I come back. I say, Barthy, uh, we're, we're chatting about something. I step. I immediately put my foot through a rusty nail. <laughs> I was wearing runners, but it went through the side of my foot. I have no idea how. This is how bad I am at manual labor. I'm in my own front yard. It's not even a real job site. And I've somehow injured myself. Okay. Like I stepped on a piece of wood and it like shot up, nail straight in the side of my foot. Just the rustiest, biggest nail you've ever seen. I go, oh, for fuck's sake. So I moved one thing, immediately had to go get a tetanus shot. I am, without a doubt, the worst tradie to ever exist. I could fucking cut a mullet, get a neck tattoo, and like 
freaking spit chocolate milk on some bird and I'd still be a terrible tradie. Okay? I just... It's not in me. I just... It's not who I am. I don't have the spatial awareness for construction. I'm always off with the fairies in my own head. I'm never focused on what I'm doing, where I'm going, what's around me. I mean, I just don't have it in me. And yeah, so... But dude, um, <laughs> I will say I was a bit scared of the needle. Because someone told me tetanus shots are really bad. Like, they're huge. But I realized I was scared of the tetanus shot because of an episode of Malcolm in the Middle when the fat guy Craig gets bitten by a squirrel and he has to get a, a what I thought was a tetanus shot. And it was an enormous shot on the show. But then when I got to the doctors, I remembered the episode properly and I remembered he had to get a rabies shot, not a tetanus shot. So that put me at ease. And then I went in, dude, this is how good healthcare is in this country. I fucking froth free healthcare so much, dude. I, I step on a nail at 3.30, 4 o'clock, I'm back in my own house, tetanus shot, all fixed up, completely for free. Half an hour round trip from injury to treatment to, to getting home. It might have been 25 minutes. In fact, I'll fucking go out on a limb. It was 25 fucking minutes, dude. Take that, America, with your shit healthcare and your COVID. Everyone's licking each other. Florida thinks it's not real. You can put your head in the sand as long as you want, dude. But we got free healthcare and fucking it's all happening. I love free healthcare. We are so lucky. But anyway, so what am I up to here? All right, so firstly, guys, I do have to apologize to my my loyal YouTube followers, my cult, as it were. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you'd like. 1,000 subscribers by 2023. That's the goal. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, sorry if the, uh, the camera looks a bit off today. I made my debut at the gym on Monday, and I don't know if my shoulders fit in the fucking frame anymore, dude. Okay? I had to get a wide lens to fit these wings in. Okay, I was watching Lord of the Rings the other day at the end when the eagles turned up with those those enormous wings. Adam said, holy fuck, is that Bill? And I said, nah, similar build though. Similar build. Okay, um, made my debut at the gym. Okay, now I know this is off brand and once again, I apologize. But I tell you what, Anytime Fitness, they're very crafty. They started sending me super passive aggressive emails about me starting my fitness journey like having real 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 like uh subtle digs at me like wow bill whoops you're halfway there you've signed up now you have now it's time to begin take that first step you know and they got more and more aggressive like i think it was like you know begin your fitness journey today you know, don't let fear get in the way. I was like, oh, okay, I'm not scared. And then it was like, you know, signing up is only half the battle. Do you have the courage to actually walk through the door? And I was like, Ugh. and then the last email I think was just like, go to the gym, you fat fuck. Regards, anytime fitness. They go, anytime, anytime you want to stop being a fat fuck, you come on down, Darcy. And it wasn't even like a nicely formatted email. It was just like a handwritten letter in my letterbox. So I said, enough is enough. But I wanted to go with the lads because I, the last time I honestly went to the gym, and this is no bants, I was 17. And I only went to the gym then because they had a program that if you were in your final year of high school, you could get a free year's membership. So you could like stay physically active 
while you studied or some shit. It was a fucking scam that I took advantage of with the lads. So I go to the gym and I wanted to go with the lads because I honestly don't know, apart from bicep curl, I don't know any other exercises. And I'm not too familiar with the gym community, but I'm pretty sure if you go to the gym and knock over nothing but bicep curls for 45 minutes, I believe that's laughable. Okay? I believe that is a laughable offense. So I, I was meant to go on Saturday, but because of that absolute barn burner of a Friday night, unfortunately, it was not on the cards for us to go on Saturday. So then Monday morning, I just thought, no one wanted to go, but I thought, fuck it, I'll just go. Let me just rip this band-aid off, as it were. Pretty brave for me, considering I just had a tetanus shot three days earlier, and my arm was still slightly sore if you poked if you poked the exact point where the needle went in. It was just like, ooh, that's a bit tender. And, you know, so it was brave stuff. But I charged into the gym, and... Man, the social anxiety I was feeling going into this gym, I was dead set about to have a panic attack, okay? I don't know what it is about gyms, but they are just a haven of social anxiety. I think it's because everyone's like sharing the same space, but not talking, but also looking at each other. It's just weird, dude. The gyms freak me out. Gyms and supermarkets just freak me out, dude. Uh, that's why that's why Macca tells me what exercises to do at the gym and what food to buy at Woolies, okay? He prescribes me a list of either because he knows if I go off book, it's going to be a panic attack in 3, 2, 1. So I go to the gym and immediately it's my worst nightmare. There's like four people in the whole gym, which I think actually makes it worse. I'd rather just a crowded gym, you know? You're just in a sea of people. Instead, it's like intimate, you know? It's me and two other guys in the weights area. And yeah, dude, I went straight to the weights, okay? Because I wasn't there to fuck spiders. I was there to get hench out of my mind. So I go straight to the weights. Immediately, it's my worst nightmare. One guy is stretching with like his leg above his head. No bullshit, dude. The guy is straight out of Cirque du Soleil. Soleil? Soleil? He's a circus freak, this bloke, okay? He's, he's, he's doing all sorts of pretzel shit right next to me. It's freaking me out. The other guy is benching what could only be described as 250 kilos. It's terrifying. So immediately I appear to be working out with like two former CrossFit champions. And I'm looking at the weights going like, fuck, what do you even do? I don't even know how to like the, the bench I want to use is like upright and I want it flat. And I looked, I tried to pretend to be on my phone for about seven minutes. Like I was on, choosing music but i was actually out of the corner of my eye looking at this the back of this bench working out how to put it down there was like a clip on the back i didn't know how to use and for some reason the approval of these two gentlemen i'd never met was now the most important thing in my life okay i can't express enough how much i wanted these guys to like me or at the very least not think i was a fucking loser it was just it was i was sweating desperation okay so i eventually i work out how to fucking put that down start do some push-ups to warm up i know how to do a push-up at least get into some bloody i don't even know i'm just i'm just doing these ones just pushing the weights above my head uh form forget about it technique never heard of it i'm just fucking getting as much weight as i can and loading it up on my lower spine 
hoping for the best. <laughs> but dude, I tell you what, and these guys were just killing it. I mean, they they you know they would they had singlets on and tattoos and all sorts of stuff. Just bent like one guy. He started doing the bench. I swear to God, I turn around at one point just when I think I'm starting to feel a bit more comfortable. I turn around. The guy's doing he's bench pressing. But like the bent, like his feet are up. Like I don't even know how to describe what this man was doing. It was like the he was bench pressing at a forty-five degree angle, but reverse. Like his feet were up in the air. I have no idea what was keeping him from not falling off the bench, and he's benching like fucking a hundred kilos, upside down, like a bat. I think I might, I might go to the same gym as fucking Bruce Wayne, because this guy was half man, half bat. He was a bat man, as it were. But dude, I tell you what, just when I think like the social anxiety is about to just fucking explode out of my brain and I'm just going to take my membership and throw it at the wall and say, nah, I'm out. It's back to fucking sit-ups in the backyard for me. Not that I ever did that anyway. (laughs) This absolute legend walks in. And by legend, I mean guy who was obviously had even less of a clue than me. And I just thought, oh, thank God. We, finally, someone who's a bigger nerd than me is here. And it was this like 45-year-old dad. He's just drenched in sweat, even though I know for a fact he's just been stretching for the last 20 minutes. I've seen him. It's not that big of a gym. I know for a fact he's yet to do a real exercise. And he's just drenched in sweat, dude. It's like, it's like the fucking wet season in Guatemala. Like, I don't know where this guy's been, but he's wet. And he's just, he's exhausted. And like I said, he's been stretching. So immediately, I, I think I've, I've, I freaking, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm lost for words thinking about it. I'm so happy that there's a bigger nerd than me in the weights area. Now, the only sign in the weights area, apart from the various COVID, um, you know, don't, don't fucking lick the barbells. The only sign, and it's pretty big, and there's about four of them, do not drop the weights. That's the only sign. Do not drop the weights. And this guy comes over, starts doing freaking... I don't know what he was what he was bloody pressing over there. He was, pre- he was doing like sort of a... He had like a... I don't know what any of the exercises are called. So I'm sorry if this is painful. <laughs> I keep describing the exercises, but I don't know what any of them are. Um, he's, he's put... He's doing weights, okay? He's, he's doing weights. He's exercising with weights. And the only sign is to drop the weights. This guy, he's grunting. He's like, ah, ah. And like, I, like the guy, it's the smallest weights you can use. He's grunting. He's panting. He's just dripping with sweat. Just, the guy's like a fucking fire hydrant at this point. And then at the end, he just goes, ah, and just throws the weights down as hard as he can. Like, can I make this up? Like, he's like right in front of where he is on the mirror is the biggest version of the do not drop the weight sign. And he just goes, ah, and throws the weights down. They bounce everywhere. And then he's like hands on hips, like panting, walking around like a fucking, like a racehorse that's been caged up. He's just like, ah, ah, ah. And like, I'm just like, oh, I point to the sky. I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for sending this absolute pelican down to the weights area to make me look like not the biggest nerd here. I think I point to the guy, I point to the Batman in the corner. I'm like, what's this fucking loser doing? You know, we high five. You know, there's a bond there for sure. 
Um, I think uh, I talked to the receptionist on the way. I said, you catch that fucking nerd in the weights area, dropping the weights, <laughs> loser. Probably doesn't even do CrossFit, you know? Anyway, just got a little warm up in. I'm off to F45 to finish off my session. But yeah, dude, my debut at the gym. Terrifying experience, dude. Terrifying. But I did it. And now I can safely never return. So thank you anytime. Anytime indeed. Anytime indeed. How much time is that? I feel like I've had enough. Okay, yeah, dude. Alright, sort of run out of time on this one. I gotta say, I didn't think any of this would take anywhere near as long. I might swing the axe on this one. Hot cross buns, cut. See you later, hot cross buns. Um, But yeah, dude. Finish it off. Sydney Comedy Festival, May 12 and 14. As I'm recording this, there's like two tickets left for Friday. So I think that's sold out. Wednesday... It's like half full. Come on down to Wednesday. It's the same show. And Wednesday will probably be better because everyone on Friday will be blind as a bat knowing my shows. So uh, I'd say Wednesday, if you're a stand-up fan, if you have a real sort of uh, a taste for the arts, come to Wednesday. Uh, Also, there's a new stand-up clip on Facebook and Instagram. Tag a friend. I'd appreciate it. Uh, Spread the hype around about the pod. Tell a bloody friend. Also, I was on a great podcast this week called The Mug Off. It's a hilarious podcast um, by some Sydney comedians. It's all about mugging people off or getting mugged off. I tell a fucking outrageous yarn on there. And it's an absolute bands fest. Also, i got to say, I'm a bit more uncut on other people's podcasts because I don't really give a fuck, you know? Like, my sister listens to this. So, uh, like, I'm, on when I go on other people's podcasts, I'm just like, whatever. I'm gonna, like, I just feel like I can just say whatever I want. So, give that a listen. It's a belter episode. Like, really good. The mug off. And then finally, the new artwork in this week's episode. This is also by my roommate, Maka. The blind genius, as it were. Uh, yeah, so, last week I had one of Maka's paintings, but it was too wide, and I don't think it really did it justice. Um, but yeah, this is Liam Gallagher. Maka painted this. What a fucking legend. Uh, DM me if you want to if you want something painted by the great man we're trying to pressure him to start his own Instagram art page but I think he's too embarrassed uh, I think he was bullied so much in high school for being artistic that he thinks like if he sells a painting he'll turn gay or something so uh, still working on him to start a business but if you want something painted shoot me a message uh, it's a pretty good deal we set up uh, I'm his manager slash broker I take 10% that he knows about and 10% that he doesn't he keeps the rest. So, thanks for listening, dude. Come to my show, watch a video, fucking shoot me a message saying I should kill myself. Whatever you want, dude. Have a great weekend. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.